Welcome to the Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbaum Transportation, where we explore key issues and compelling stories in the trucking industry. I'm your host, Sage Anderson, and you're listening to episode 103, Motherhood, Marketing, and... The new host of the Terminal Exchange. I'm Dayton Rumbled, and this episode is a little bittersweet. It's bitter because Sage is moving on from Newsbaum into a new season of Motherhood. And it's sweet because we're commemorating the time that she's had here and everything that she's done for Newsbaum. In this episode, she interviews me and talks about how I got to Newsbaum and the adventures in between that. So we're excited for you to listen to this featured exchange. Welcome to the Terminal Exchange. Yeah, thank you. Um, this might be the most sentimental episode yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll just get the news really? out of the way. Why is, why is that? <laughs> why is it sentimental? Um, so I have another job. Really? Yeah, full-time job. Um, so the pay is not great. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what does it have? The what, hours what? aren't great either. Oh. But, okay, okay. Um, I heard it's going to be pretty messy. Also, um, but yeah, I'm going to be a full-time mom. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, Joe and I are having a boy. Yeah. He won't be called Joe Jr. Um, He's (laughs) going to have his own name. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, that's so awesome. This is an episode to introduce the one and only Dayton. Yep. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you guys don't know Dayton, um, who are you? Yeah. Well, first, so like, is is Joe Jr. going to be on the podcast oh. or what, what's uh, that I mean, going to be like? Maybe he'll get 15 minutes of fame someday. But someday. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of on it right now. Yeah. He is, really, <laughs> you can like go back and the first time on the podcast. Yeah. 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 That's really exciting though. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And like you said, it, it is sentimental in a way Mm -hmm. because you've been such a big part of Newsbomb, like just all the drivers like you know you you've been that person of connection and you're really gifted like relationally too so i think that's something that's been really you know encouraging and i won't i won't be another sage Uh you know (laughs) but um yeah i am excited you'll be be something new and it'll be exciting too yeah yeah i mean just like you know they drivers love you so Uh, much and uh even had a little stack of oh. gifts. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, for the little baby. For the baby, yeah, yeah, you know, baby, and I thought which, that was really sweet. Yeah, which I, I can't say thank you enough to the drivers for that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, let's let's get into who is Dayton, when did you get here, where are you coming from? Yeah. Why, why, why do you want to be in marketing? Why am I here? Why marketing? Um, before I was working at like a bigger corporation, okay, um, you know, I graduated um, from ISU and was doing you know programming, and I had uh, Rick Schmidt, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to me uh, about a position here at Newsbomb, and uh, one of the persuading things was being in person, mm-hmm. and I was more remote before, and I was really wanting to like if I had to spend the next year like working mostly, you know you know, away from people Mm -hmm. or mostly with people. It's like, you know, I'm 
still developing. They say like the male brain is like still, you know, <laughs> developing until like 25 or something oh, like so that. So how old are you? Right now? Yeah. I'm 24. Okay. So yeah. you got one more year of like <laughs> good development. Well, yeah. Until like I'm fully like, you know. Turn into a super. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. But yeah. So I was like, if I could spend the next year, I would want to do that, you know, around people and being able to grow in that way. So that was a bigger factor of yeah. why I came here. And yeah. Um, yeah, so then coming here was getting thrown into everything IT mm-hmm. related and was it's been a good time to grow. Like Scott Herman has been, you know, there helping me, you know, do training. Newsbomb is really focused on just growing the overall person, mm-hmm. like character. Like it's not just about like showing up for a job. Yeah. And Scott's been big on like helping, you know, the team like train for that and mm-hmm. like Tyler Dietrich you know, and Ben Verkler, like great mentors and people that just helped me like communicate better. And so I've been really thankful for that. And then, um, so how do you think your character most changed from being here? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think just being more, uh, straightforward, like for me, when I needed help, I wouldn't really like say it. Mm -hmm. So I've had to learn how to flex that muscle of like, okay, I need help. I'm going to go get help and like be straightforward. Like, can you help me with this? Yeah. And for me, it's not very easy to like ask for help. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's like, they've, you know, kind of helped me understand like, okay, you need to tell us like, you know, what is going on, being transparent, stuff like that. I feel like it's been I think there's an art of interruption. And when you first start a new company, you need to be able to interrupt people to ask for help. Right. It's just kind of awkward. Right. And know how to do that well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's like a bad time. Yeah, it's a bad time and a good time. So yeah, that's that's good. Okay. Um, and then with the marketing role, um, that was something that yeah, came up recently in mm-hmm. part of, you know, your transition and um, something I did on the side was I filmed wedding videos. Okay. Uh, so I, I had friends. I did my first wedding video in 2018. Mm-hmm. And was that your sister or no? Who was that? That was like a friend from high school. Okay. Um, so yeah, they you know reached out. Like, hey, can you film my wedding? Did that, and then I had like maybe one a year, and then 2021, I had like 10 or 12. Wow, and then same with last year, I had about that same amount. And then this next year, I said I'm not going to do any just because it's been too hard to balance that and sure working here. But mm-hmm. it's been something where I can, you know, learn some of the you know basics of I would have to like you know reach out with them and make sure to communicate what they want to see in their video mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, so I've done a little bit of that, and uh, podcast was something mm-hmm. I did a little bit of, too. Yeah, um, yeah. So. if you actually, guys don't know, I've actually been on Dayton's podcast. Yeah. Um, what that's is it great. called again? Trust God, bro. Trust God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. yeah, that's the, I think, the, the first time really connected, so you knew uh, my sister. Yep. And I, you know, you came and shared your story a little bit and mm-hmm. um, about learning how to study God's Word. Yeah. And so that yeah, was really fun and encouraging. And that was something that I did for um, about, you know, two years yeah. uh, podcast. I haven't, I'm hoping to start it again, but right okay. now I'm just balancing this and work. It's, you know, mm-hmm. work's taking the priority. Yeah. So, well, you also have something exciting coming up. True. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the reason I said on my Instagram bio for the wedding account, I said booked for 2024 because I'm, I'm getting married. <laughs> and so like, I, I will be booked. I'm not, yeah, yeah. not planning to do much, um, uh-huh. you know, trying to make sure I free up my schedule a little bit. Would uh, you like to give her a shout out? Yeah. Hope, okay. Hope Mets. She's great. You know, 
beautiful, beautiful heart, beautiful uh-huh. person. Um, so, yeah. All right. Yeah. And when's that date? October 22nd. October 22nd. Big so, day. Yeah. yeah. And your big day? Uh, my big day is around November 1st, but I think it's whenever he wants to make his debut. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good time, though. Yeah, I did. I did realize though. I was like, his golden birthday would be the first, and he wouldn't really remember that. So, yeah. You know, if you want to wait till like two or three, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What about New Spalm, other than like being in person, attracted you mm-hmm. to be here? Yeah. What about New Spalm attracted me? Um, the the people I knew, uh, mm-hmm. like looking around at the people were the people I knew that worked here were really, yeah. you know, top notch. So Thought you're of, saying Rick Schmidt is top notch. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. you know, don't let him hear that or his head <laughs> might get too big and he can't fit in his office anymore. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just say that I think when I looked around at the people, it's like, okay, who do I want to become? Mm-hmm. And you look at the people around you, it's like, okay, like, if I grew up to be like this person, like, would I be happy? Yeah. And I, you know, I thought for the most part, I was like, okay, I think these people you know, have pretty high quality. Yeah, so that was a sure persuading do. factor. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What was something how my story? Yeah. Oh. You said this is like a we're reminiscing a little yeah. bit. So we gotta reminisce yeah. on your beginning at New Spam. Um my beginning was I walked into the the first office building over there, saw the mural of unless the Lord builds a house, the labors work in vain. Hmm. And, um, yeah, I thought my whole life is vanity. No, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, no, that, that scripture really touched my heart because it made me realize like wherever I am working, like I just want to make sure I'm, I'm doing it for the Lord. And so I think at New Spam, it's a really sweet opportunity. Um, drivers are kind of just a group of people that they're isolated. They're by themselves on the road. A lot of the times, um, they're kind of. Yeah, their life's not easy. I mean, you think about laundry and showers and food. Like, it's just it's just challenging. So I just really thought it was exciting that um, the people in the office that I saw yeah. could love and support the drivers. And in return, those drivers would want to keep going. Yeah. Like, want to keep, keep pushing on. So, yeah, I just thought it was a really neat place to be. And um, I've got really lucky because they give you a lot of free food here (laughs) Um, and a lot of laughs, a lot of jokes. And, yeah, I feel like they really helped develop my character. I didn't really um, go in thinking my brain needs to develop more. (laughs) (laughs) But I I knew that there would be good mentorship and good leadership here. And, yeah, I found it. So, yeah. And so you started off in HR. Uh, yeah, I started off in HR safety because I just really wanted to work here. So mm-hmm. I was like, give me whatever job you can give me. Um, to this day, I don't know if I was not good at that job or they're like, you'll do better in recruiting. <laughs> so somehow I got moved to recruiting Okay. and I loved it. Got to hire a lot of uh, just awesome drivers. And then um, the opportunity opened up in marketing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like... I kind of like being in front of the camera. <laughs> Don't tell people though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, kind of a, a ride, but I've been, it'll be around like 3.75 years. <laughs> yeah. However you want to say 3. that. 3.75. Yeah. yeah. So not yet at four, but yeah. close. What, what were your first thoughts about Nussbaum? Like when you first started working here, like what did you think about Nussbaum then? Um, uh, well, before I even got to Nussbaum, I just thought the trucking company, like, it was my last name on the list of jobs, jobs that I was trying to find. Really? Yep. 
because hmm. I didn't know anything about trucks. So I was like, why would I work at a trucking company? Right. Um, but then I got here and was like, this place looks like a, um, uh, like not a trucking company. Like it yeah. looks like a ski resort, ski resort or something. <laughs> like, do these people know that? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was just kind of taken away of the atmosphere. I remember I saw somebody reading their Bible over lunch, and at this time, I think they were playing some like really soft worship music like all throughout the office, and um, I saw operations and kind of thought of them as like 911 operators because their little red lights were going <laughs> off, but they all felt very calm, so I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. 911 operators are probably really calm too. Yeah. So um, yeah, I remember the first time I ever put on the headset and felt really dorky because mm-hmm. I was like... I never wear headsets. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like you accidentally are wearing it when you go home. Right. And you're like, oops. <laughs> Sorry. Put this back. Gotta take that off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was just kind of blown away at the atmosphere. Yeah. It's not something you come across every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to, to visit other trucking companies just to mm-hmm. compare because, yeah. It's, I mean, and drivers in orientation are always like, wait, where am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, I need to hear their perspective too. Hmm. Um, so speaking of new spawn, yeah. what do you think it means to be purpose-driven? Purpose-driven. Since that's <laughs> our favorite slogan around oh, here. Oh, Tyler Dietrich just did an article on this, so yeah. I'm not going to reuse his words. What does it mean to be purpose-driven? I, I love the phrase doing good for the industry. Mm. And just thinking about like, I'm coming to work. Yeah. Like I'm here to make a paycheck, but I also want to do good for the industry and for the work that I'm doing. I want to produce something like make something or like help someone in a way that is like productive. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I think that's been really cool. And yeah, with the ESOP and, you know, owning it and all that Mm -hmm. stuff, it's like to be purpose driven. It's like, yeah, to, to be doing good mm-hmm. for the industry. Yeah. I love that phrase. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, I think in a summary of like the mission and vision statement of New Spawn, it, it kind of reminds me of just leaving people and places in a better condition than you, than you found, found it. it. Yeah. Um, it's not always easy to do, uh, <laughs> but it's just like a good thing to at least sh- try to strive for. Mm-hmm. Um, if, yeah, if you could, you know, like if somebody invites you over to their house to stay and yeah. they make you food and house you and clothe you, like picking up after yourself and maybe leaving like a note saying, Hey, like, like thanks for your hospitality. Or, um, if whether it's at work and it's just like, Oh, I dropped water all over the floor. Like I'm going to clean it up, make sure it, it's at least in the same condition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think if we could just strive to try to make a difference and leave people in a, in places and things in a good condition, whether it's picking up trash around yeah. the yard. Um, hmm. yeah, it's just a good thing to try for. Yeah. So. It makes me think of the phrase like seen, heard and known and mm-hmm. yeah, being able to do that with people that you come in contact with and you'll still I think Justin Warden in the orientation, like he's, he said this, he'd like, there will be bad days. Yeah. There's days I come in <laughs> yep. and I don't want to be here, <laughs> but like being able to know, it's like, yeah, I want to do these things mm-hmm. with my work and make it more than just my work and, um, t- yeah, to do everything. Yeah. As mm-hmm. to the Lord and yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, 
Dayton, where did you where did you come from? <laughs> like, where'd you grow up? How where did was I your come family? from? Where'd yeah, I go? These, where'd these I people want to know these things. Come yeah. from Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I grew up in Peoria, um, not too far from here. Okay. And I um, actually grew up on a grain elevator, oh. so it hit lots of trucks moving around the grain elevator. We would um, climb up in the fall time um, when there was overflow of grain there would be a giant cement pad that they would put the grain on. So when that happened, then my, you know, dad, we would get a sled and we would like walk up the corn and then we would like sled down the corn. This was not inside the grain elevator, right? Like it's like outside, but it's like down corn. Okay. So the most Midwest thing you've probably ever heard. So did that affect like the price of the corn? No. Okay. Yeah. It's all like hard kernels, uh, kernels, not like sweet corn. Okay. Um, But yeah. So that's just seed that they're going to replant? Seed, um, turn into, you know, uh, corn syrup. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. So it's going to get processed. Sure. Um, And yeah. So hopefully, yeah, nothing got ruined (laughs) or... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that was just something. It didn't happen that often, but just a, a flavor. That's mm-hmm. where I, I kind of grew up around that. And then um, I moved closer to Peoria mm-hmm. a little bit later. And then I went to school at ISU. Okay. Um, got connected with you know a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the dorms there. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that yeah. experience. Got to meet people really different than me. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Siblings? Yeah. I have an older brother and two younger sisters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them happens to be named Sage. So, right. It is. And so that's something too. It's like, I'm on my phone, I'm texting and I pull up Sage and I, I've almost clicked on yours instead of hers. Cause it's like the, the only two Sages on my phone. Yeah. So yeah, it does happen. I think Sage is kind of a trending name right now. It is. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably looking up all these trendy yeah. names. Yeah. If um, you guys out. have any comments about names, I don't know if this episode will be out before or after, yeah. but we'd love to hear your suggestions of names. Yeah. Comment your guesses. What do you think <laughs> yeah. the, the baby's name's going to be? Yeah. Um, any hints? Um, we like the letter R so far. So if you want to throw out three R names that you would suggest, okay. go ahead. I won't, I'll have a clear face. Yeah, no face. No face, but, okay. um, and, and not your average, like, not like. Russell. Yeah, not Russell. Robert. No, like these don't even count. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Like, if your name is named Russell or Robert, like that's fine. Like that is great, but we're a little bit more unique. Okay. So I, I, I feel like I don't have any good nothing. guesses. Nothing. No. Rob. Like, those are all <laughs> same name. Yeah, those are like the same names. Okay. Well, yeah, you were not very helpful. Does Daniel have a guess? Raymond. 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 No. That reminds me of a show. Is it Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it, but uh, nope. Not Raymond. Yeah, not Raymond. Okay. Um, not Rivian either. Somebody was like, you know, Rivian's up and coming. So. Is that is it a name? It probably will be soon. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Rivers. Um, no, that is a neat. I like that one a lot, though. Um, yeah. There is someone that recently named their really? their baby. Well, I mean, he's a year old now. Yeah. Hmm. I like that kind of feel. Yeah. Like a river. Yeah. It's cool. Like it is powerful. cool. There's actually Ellie Holcomb. She named one of her kids Rivers or okay. River. 
and she wrote a song about it or Aww. about him. And so it's really cute. It's like making his way back home, you know, getting stuck in like, you know, playing outside. And so sweet. Yeah, it's so sweet. <laughs> it's like a little country folk song. Aww. It's really good. Yeah. That's... I wish I was more musically talented. That's okay. I could, I could <laughs> write the lyrics, Joe can play something. Yeah, Joe plays guitar, right? Yeah, he can do it by ear. Which really? Is, it actually, like, people like that feel like magic. Like, yeah. if I could just say, How do you do hey, that? here's a song, listen to it, and then he could just play it. Like, play it. Like, it's like something magic just, ha- like, yeah. I guess you would just call it a gift from God, but yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I can't. That's just, pretty impressive. So, you got any hidden talents like that? No. <laughs> Nothing? I pause to think. Uh, no, I, I don't yeah. even have anyone to pretend well, I have a talent. Well, I do happen to know that you are pretty bold, and I think you took a solo trip to Alaska. Yeah. I think that's kind of like a... It's not a talent, but <laughs> <laughs> I like traveling. It's a, it's a gift that you just were like, well... Yeah. So, yeah, tell us about this. Was sure. this a kind of gap moment in your life between yeah. the previous job and Newsbomb? Yeah. So midlife crisis, maybe. Yeah, quarter quarter life crisis, or (laughs) what you call it. In between, you know, my job before this and now. Yeah. I, you know, had some time, so I was like, I want to do something. I want to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but Alaska was the top of my list. Mm -hmm. I I guess I wanted to see the Northern Lights and experience that. And I didn't even pause to think like, should I take someone with me? Like, I just started booking the flight. And afterwards, like, people were like, hey, like. Why didn't you like let me know? Like I would have gone with you, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was still really fun. Yeah, um, a crazy experience. Just um, when I was there, I met a guy um, that had sled dogs, and you know lots of sled dogs, and he raced on the Iditarod. And I met um, like a National Geographic videographer, and so like he was filming these sled dogs. Like I was, you know, just out and about, and like it was near Fairbanks, Alaska. So just and they were filming for Life Below Zero, uh, which is like a TV show on National Geographic. And I was like just super fascinated. I was like, this is so cool. And the landscape there is like so like icy. Like I went during you know winter January, so it's like very cold. Was there any sun? There's sun, uh, probably like four to five hours. Um, yeah, because it's it's just a very slow. It's like it looks like it's the sun is rising for a lot of the time, and by the time you think it's done rising, it's starting to set. Oh no! <laughs> so it's just like a constant sunrise and sunset. Wow! So is it like beautiful colors the whole time? Like all these um, like purples and pinks and blues? Um, I didn't really get any of that type of sunset when I was there. I'm sure there might be. Sure. But it was more of like a golden uh, color, just Ooh. soft, uh, pale orange okay um not the whole day but like yeah like during that you know the golden hour they would have that and yeah um yeah wow. so how long was your time in alaska it wasn't long it was four days oh I think. okay i was picturing like two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. oh that would be great i didn't have that much time <laughs> how long does it take to get to, to alaska get there? from, oh, from uh, central illinois i can't remember exactly i'm gonna say eight hours that was just gut feel but okay you can correct me <laughs> later so four days near Fairbanks, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get to pet the sled dogs? <laughs> yeah, I oh, got I got to pet some sled dogs. And um, do you remember any of their names? That might be oh, interesting. Uh, you got me there. Uh, I don't I don't remember any of their okay. names. That'd but be it's cool, crazy how many dogs there are. Like um, these people that you know own sled dogs have over. I mean, I want to say like 15, 20 dogs that they just keep with R- them, and yeah, to feed them is like a big feat itself. You have yeah. to 
get a bunch of fish or whatever you're feeding them. Just, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of food. Um, can they eat like just raw fish or like they have to cook it? Or? Um, yeah, I think depends on what their owner wants. But what I saw was sometimes people will, since there's a lot of fishing rivers, will just fish in their like off time, like maybe in the summer and get as much food as they can for their like sled dogs and, and then just throw it right to them like caught a fish here you go yeah they'll probably clean it wow. and stuff um oh like gut it maybe yeah i i'm not I sure i don't know i'm not a great Bears fisher just pick, pick up the fish and, and eat just it all, eat it yeah right? i mean why can't dogs yeah <laughs> were they all um like huskies or like what kind of dogs were they yeah, so like that, probably like husky type. Siberian husky. husky. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, a big dog person, so I'm not sure on yeah that that difference. Yeah, but my my brother has a husky, and I really and I could tell in his inner heart like he just wants to be in Alaska. But really, no, no I have no <laughs> oh. idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're really beautiful, but they just look like they're meant to be in the winter some like you know in yeah. the frost somewhere yeah yeah so it, it is really cool just thinking back the chasing the northern lights like i waited a couple nights like in my car late to see if i'd you know see them i didn't see them the first night and the second night you know i was like oh, is that it and then you know i got out my camera and like i went outside the car and like it's like the area i went was like ha- like overlooked the town mm-hmm. um had like a oh what do you call it observation tower you know kind of overlooking mm-hmm. like the stars were really cool and then all of a sudden you start to see this green like wisp come out and so you did get to see them i did get to see them okay uh, so that was kind of my crowning moment and was it day two that you saw them uh, i think so yeah okay. just late night i would because the time changed and then i think it was like 2 a.m okay. was like when i first started to see them uh, so i was you know kind of just out there and what would you like if you could ex summarize in one word the emotion you felt i don't know if i was overly emotional um <laughs> but i would say awe you know okay. like the chalk like the heavens declare the glory of the lord or the glory of god god yeah um that was just something that's like yeah god is like in all of his creation yeah and it's just one of those times when it just another way to see it just like a beautiful sunrise or sunset it's like mm-hmm. okay like there is something more here than just the stuff I'm experiencing. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it does make you think there there has to be some intelligent design. Yeah. Like, and, and just one of those things that is like, okay, this is really cool. Mm. Yeah, maybe we need a picture of the Northern Lights on the next trailer. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Maybe. Um, yeah. So after you found the Northern Lights, then any other goals that you had for going to sure. Alaska? Yeah, I had some small things, but I'll just share one. And um, it was just, I went to an ice cave uh, I stayed at a hostel, so with other people, and, you know, I was talking to these people. It's like, hey, you know, do you want to go to this ice cave with me? And, you know, we drove out maybe an hour, and we, you know, walked out, and it's like, oh, is it right here? Like, where is it? We can't see it. And then as we got closer, it's like, like, there it is. Like, it took a little bit longer than we thought it would be. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be a quick hike. Like, I was trying to sell them on it. It's like, you know, this would be super fun. And we got to it, and it was just, you know, just think of ice, and it goes very very far deep back and it's like very big opening and as you go back it's smaller and smaller and there's lots of like ice crystals like coming down from the ceiling so if you brush your head there's like you know ice crystals are you worried that like one might take you out or (laughs) (laughs) no No, they were pretty solid but in the very back of the cave i was a little um you know worried because like there's just like a little lantern in the very back that someone placed there 
and it keeps going and if you could like crawl back there it would keep going but it's like you know the the ground below you was cracking a little bit and it's like oh is this gonna like break or uh-huh. is it gonna like hold up yeah um and just the to be back there was, was so did you make fun. it to the lantern yeah i went back by the lantern and I well, how was it more. how did it stay lit uh, just a battery oh, operated okay. one okay. that someone threw back there when they were traveling. So it's it probably probably out by now. Yeah, it's probably out <laughs> by now. <laughs> but it was just uh, yeah, one of those wow. things. Kind of reminds me of the Great Gatsby, the green light that's just flickering. Flickering. Yeah. Yeah. Never read it, but okay. it sounds good. Um. Wow. So you made friends with strangers. Mm-hmm. You met sled dogs. Yeah. You saw the Northern Lights. Yeah. Um. Would you, I mean, you're going to be married now, but would mm-hmm. you ever, like, would Go you back. suggest to people like, hey, this is, take a solo trip to Alaska? It <laughs> doesn't have to be solo. Yeah. But um, it's just uh, another place that is really cool. And if you're a truck driver, then it is something that you're at least a little interested in is travel and experiencing mm-hmm. different places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't go out to Alaska, but... Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when Noose Bomb Air happens and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even the, the winter driving would be awful. So I'm really glad that... Well, isn't that where the sled dogs come in? Like, are they... Yeah. Delivering mail or like what... Did you get mm-hmm. to ask that, that yeah. man about like why he uses sled dogs? Yeah. So his were more for like racing oh, and okay. that it was kind of his career was um you know racing sled dogs mm-hmm. uh, i'm not sure if people do deliver mail but a lot of people use snowmobiles or stuff like that sure. during the winter because it's so hard to yeah get chains yeah. and yeah okay yeah well do you have some questions there for me <laughs> i'm just looking back to see if i i am i missed anything um i i was gonna ask since we this is a little bit nostalgic looking yeah. back on um do you have a favorite marketing memory? Is that okay if I change the topic? Oh, yeah, yeah. Topic changes are okay. Uh, topic changes are okay. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Do I have a favorite marketing memory? Do you have a favorite marketing memory? Something <clears throat> that happened in marketing um, that you really look back on fondly? Um. Well, one of my favorite marketing memories is the Love Above All trailer. Okay. Um. So I think I was pretty fresh in the department, and when you start something new, um. What's that like feeling you get where you're like, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, like like an imposter syndrome? Yeah. Like what, yeah. Is there a title for that? Yeah, imposter, imposter? syndrome. Like okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was struggling with this. imposter syndrome. I was right. like, you know, I don't really know how to take good pictures or edit things or like what what can I have to offer to right. this department? Like why do they even pick right. me? And we were thinking about the next trailer graphic and it was the love of, like we knew we wanted to use love above all. And we were yeah. cycling through, um, you know, what should be, what should be the picture of this? Like, yeah. should this be a family embracing each other? It was during COVID. So it was like, do we put masks on the people? Do we not like, how do we portray like yeah. what love above all means? Mm. And I was just kind of glancing around and I think this, like this morning, like I literally prayed and was like, God, I feel like just kind of purposeless. I don't really know like what I can offer to this department. Mm -hmm. And so we were trying to brainstorm and I remember looking at one of the mini model trucks, Mm -hmm. like just the die cast trucks that we have. Mm -hmm. And I had just moved into a a place where I had like a giant chalkboard wall. Yeah. And so I was using that chalkboard wall to write different verses on and just kind of, I don't know, motivation. And I was like, how, like, how can we make this trailer yeah. where we could use, like, it's not 
just marketing, finding this, like a picture and putting it on the side of the trailer. Mm. And so I was like, what if we, you know, gave everybody a piece of chalk and had love above all written and then people could write what like they're struggling with, like Mm. what comes in front of love in front of their life. Yeah. And then cross it off to kind of signify almost this like I'm nailing this to the cross. Yeah. Love covers this issue. Hmm. Um, and so I just kind of like word plopped this and they liked it and they hmm. took it and they're like, OK, like this is this is good. Yeah. Um, and so it was really um, sweet to see like that idea come to life. Mm-hmm. And um, Philip at the time actually like created like a chalkboard that we could wheel in here and Hmm. um i got to paint like in the studio so i got to like wear these like paint clothes to work and was painting and (laughs) um to this day i don't know if people are like this lady's crazy like why is she painting (laughs) at work what is she doing right um i remember going to lunch and like kind of had like black chalkboard paint on me (laughs) um i yeah i loved it i loved um i think my favorite part of marketing is like encouraging other people to be bold and to do something. Mm-hmm. So to encourage people like, hey, like go up there, write something on that board. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like nail this to the cross. Yeah. And so, yeah, now today we have this trailer. Yeah. That is across the U.S. drive, like going different places. And I'm not sure that everybody really understands the concept fully because it's kind of a heart. Like you stare at this trailer and it says love above all. And then there's these words crossed off. Mm-hmm. But we get messages from the public and something like in their heart, like they understand it. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like they know how it came about or what, but I think they know what they would put on that and what they would say in my life. I have pride that comes before love a lot or um, for me, it's expectations. Like if I think something's going to happen and then this person like breaks my expectations. Yeah. I don't know how it's very difficult to keep on like loving them. Hmm. So yeah, if you struggle with imposter syndrome at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wow. Um, Yeah. So it's, it was rewarding and yeah, I think we all, anytime we start something Mm -hmm. new, just kind of question like, am I going to be good enough for this? Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I think luckily a good place to turn is, you know, if you have faith in God, Hmm. prayer on your knees and sometimes he answers quickly and sometimes it takes a little while Mm because he's got something to teach us so Mm -hmm. yeah but he's there um it's really and it's like we have moving billboards yeah oh (laughs) yeah super cool yeah 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 we i love that one we with our three trailers that came out recently the psalm series yeah there's just so many messages that come out of people like people being so encouraged by them Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I think I'm going to start actually wearing T-shirts that... Or, no, I'm kidding. Wearing T-shirts. <laughs> that are, are just Psalms. Yeah. <laughs> really pretty. <laughs> yeah, our, our T-shirts are like billboards yeah, too, I guess. Yeah, we are billboards, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that that one. And it's I never knew that you were the one that came up with that idea of the chalkboard. And um, yeah, yeah, it's really well, cool. There's that... You want to be humble and you don't, you don't want to be like, it was me. It was my idea. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> yeah. There's a humble line that you want to walk. But since you asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I didn't, I felt like it was more a gift of God giving me of like reassurance yeah. than um, my idea. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good question. Yeah. I love it. Um, 
any other nostalgia any nostalgia Memory. time that you have in IT that you want to bring <laughs> up before? Uh, let me look at my notes. <laughs> or yeah. here's a question: Why do you guys have so many rubber ducks? <laughs> So the rubber ducks is when you're stuck having a problem and you don't know what to do. And so if you start to explain the problem to someone or something, then it helps you understand it and maybe you might understand how to fix it. So that's something that, you know, you call it like, I'm going to rubber duck this idea. So um, being able to have that or you can talk to a person. So that's what the rubber ducks. Um, have you seen somebody talk to the rubber duck <laughs> like in the corner of the room? Uh, no. <laughs> have you done it? Not yet, <laughs> but I might. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. No one, I guess no one actually uses the rubber duck, but you can be like, hey, like, can I rubber duck this thing with yeah. you and just okay. talk about it? And it's been helpful. Because they're like everywhere. They are. And they're in all different shapes and sizes and... Yep. Big little yeah. rubber ducks <laughs> all around. Wow. Um, I, one of my favorite memories would just be, um, so Mountain Dew is a big thing in IT. And so drinking Mountain Dew and... Um, Ben Verkler has a huge Mountain Dew collection, like mm -hmm. personal collection. There's like, you know, flavors from just certain years, like 2020 had like a mystery flavor, 2021. And so he had lots of these flavors. And so uh, we did like a Mountain Dew tournament where like March Madness, you like have different, you know, brackets and you can, you know, so we all had these little, you know, cups and you try these Mountain Dews and compare them. And um, that was just a fun team bonding thing, mm -hmm. uh, just bonding over that. Um, after that competition, did people seem a little off to you, like <laughs> a little, like super caffeinated or sugar high or? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of sugar, uh, but yeah, so definitely, you know, people, work went through the roof that day. <laughs> Very productive. I think we wrote three new programs. Um, <laughs> we made Link 3.0. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. You're going to have a lot to look forward to yeah. in the marketing department. We have, um, I think each one of us has just a completely different character like mm -hmm. from each other, but it like works together really well. Yeah. Um, so um, you've got Lazy and Snoopy. and No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to name off the dwarfs. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so, which one's yeah. late? No, I'm just cut, Maybe cut that out. <laughs> no, I was just yeah trying to. Yeah, I oh, appreciate everything that you've done and just thinking about that. And that's just the top of it. Just the, you know, relational mm -hmm. person you've been to, you know, all the drivers and, you know, that's, yeah, something to, to leave your mark on yeah. Newsbomb and really thankful for you and what you've done here. Yeah. Well, thank you. And um, yeah, this will be the final episode of Terminal Exchange for me. Really? Yes. But not for you. This will be the start of many. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, um, Dayton, I will give you the microphone, which you already have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, meet your new host, Dayton. Yeah. Um, it's been a, a pleasure and a joy to work with you all. Yeah. And until next time. Yeah. I guess there is no, like, how do you Aww. say um, <laughs> a proper, uh, this is Sage's farewell address. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to send Sage all of your love. Let her know how much you know you all appreciate her. Um, yeah. yeah. If you are looking for a way to get in touch with me, um, Joe Anderson, mm -hmm. he works in HR. Um, you can always pester him and say, "Hey, tell Sage blah blah blah," and I'll hopefully get the message if he doesn't forget. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's got a good memory, and mm -hmm. he likes to make notes on his phone. So. <laughs> He'll remember. Yeah. Yeah. So just so. imagine confetti falling from the ceiling. 
and you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you you've done an awesome job here. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. Hi everyone, this is CJ from Recruiting at Newsbomb, and I'd love to answer any questions you have about driving with us. Give us a call at 309-268-1199 or visit newsbombjobs.com. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbomb Transportation. If you're enjoying our content, please leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word about these important topics and invite more people into the conversation. You can rate and review us on your podcast app or visit us online at terminalexchange.org. New episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Newsbomb on your favorite social media platforms and be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. Until next time, own every moment and stay purpose-driven.